0: Welcome to another podcast from Tolu Lokwe Moody Ministries. Hey, friend! Welcome to another podcast from. To mudi ministries good to be able to share this with you. I, I started out sharing in the first part on this thing of Jesus being petty and I was trying to say Jesus is very petty like he 's consumed about the little things you you talk about a petty person and you 're talking about somebody who will make a big deal over every little thing, every little thing and Jesus is. That kind of savior that says, man, if it's on your heart, it's a little thing. Let's make a, let's call the armies of heaven and the hosts of heaven to fight for the litt- less detail, you know, if it touches on your heart. Um, and we just try to challenge ourselves in that regard about how we can be real with Jesus. And we don't have to be like acting a performance, a religious performance but we can actually be truly um, spiritual. Okay, so I'll ask that question again in this second part and I'll flip the coin. How petty is Jesus? Not one bit, not at all, not at all. Jesus is not petty at all. So let's just flip the coin and say, um, what kind of what kind of image do you have? when you're thinking about jesus um i'll say it this way that he he died to win the big things he died to save your soul he died to secure your eternity um not to like keep a record book of whether you know your scarf was well tied during the prayer meeting and stuff like that you know sometimes we think about jesus and somebody tells you like they had an accident and they were praying before they traveled um, and then you're thinking oh yes that we we pleaded the blood of jesus on the car we pleaded the blood of jesus on the driver but, ah we forgot to cover the tires with the blood of jesus so so we had an accident so basically the image you have is like jesus is sitting in heaven and then like you're praying and you're like um we we covered the car with the blood of jesus and then he marks the check box and then like we cover so you even go quite far we cover the rims of the car with the blood and then he takes that um and, and that's your way to to get the help of Jesus basically like tick every little box and and stuff like that um like like and this is not even really I'm not even hitting this as relating to doctrine or anything but how we think about Jesus um like what is he up to every day um like some technical assessments you know um monitoring and evaluating you know monitoring the worldwide list of so there's that big book in his hand. It's the worldwide list of fornicators, and he's just monitoring it like the stock market, basically. And you know, um, including names you know that thought they had escaped by technical margins. No, he's putting their names on and then excluding some that you know were even already feeling guilty, but because they didn't cross one creepy line, he's like, no, take out. You know, what picture um, do we do we have of Jesus? Um, think about it this way. You know how we all get consumed in the pressures of here and now and all of that. But Jesus is that savior that stepped into that space, um, but to pay a price to secure your eternity when you are not even yet. Like you're not even there yet, but he's already He's already paying a price to secure that for you. Um, so, so this is what I want you to always see. And I think this would really help us as we think about 2021, as you are making plans for the year and all of that. Um, This is how I want you to see that Jesus is pleased and delighted to start with you where you are. Um, And wherever that is really, he's pleased and delighted to start with you where you are. But he wants to walk you on a journey to the things that really matter. Um, You know, your life is so much heavier to Jesus than just the pettiness and You know, the pressures of this life and of this world and meeting up with the demands of an economy, of, you know, the frustrations of a system, of your boss at work or some employee somewhere. Um, I want you to think about him as a savior that is pleased and really delighted to start with you wherever you are, but to walk you to a journey, to walk you, to walk with you on a journey to the things that matter more, the weight of destiny and the weight of God's purpose and of kingdom. You know, and of a life even beyond anything you are seeing right now. A life that he calls exceedingly abundantly. You know, exceedingly abundant, right? Um, he's pleased to start you from where you are and to walk you into all of that. So I- I'd say, you know, don't start this year and end it. Don't start and end this year just consumed with the same things. Like, you know, just this perpetual battle of pulling jesus into your smallness and you think that's the ultimate of this um if that's what you're thinking then i think you've missed the point and the strength of a relationship with jesus Um, He can honestly walk with you in the smalls. He's pleased to come to you in the littlest details of what's on your heart and all of that. But trust me, Jesus is not small-minded or small-hearted when it comes to how he thinks about your life. Like, he has big plans and beautiful plans. And he has a purpose that is greater than your presence. He absolutely has thoughts towards you that, you know, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. And it hasn't even entered the mind of any the things that he has prepared that he's thinking about um, for you. So I think the beauty of this relationship, it's like it's like what the Bible says in Proverbs 13 and verse 20, that look, if you walk with the wise, you become wise. And um, if you, the companion of fools will be destroyed. Um, w- one translation, the message Bible says become wise by walking with the wise, but it says hang out with fools and watch your life um, crumble to pieces, something like that, right? Um, do you realize that Fellowship with Jesus and relationship with Jesus and just being with Jesus is not just supposed to solve your issues, but it's supposed to transform you. It's supposed to make you bigger, just like he is. It's like your big chance to walk with the wise. And maybe you're thinking like, no, I'm the wise person. Jesus is walking with me so he can become wise. Will you keep quiet? (laughs) This is like, Jesus is the ultimate of wisdom. And then he's like, come along with me. I know this is where we're starting from. I know this is where you are. But I hope you see the big opportunity that as you walk with me, I can transform you. Um, And as you open your heart to me, I can transform you to even just live in the bigger, to live in the much more, um, in the weight of the things that really, really matter. And so here's where I'll I'll start to land this. I'll say it's okay to be who you are and where you are. It's honestly okay. But don't see the ultimate of walking with Jesus Um, as bringing Jesus into your smallness. That's not the ultimate. That's just the starting point, that Jesus is pleased to come. Um, He didn't just come from glory, like come into the world to just come and be with us. He came into the world, and then by the time he was leaving, he began to say these words that, look, I'm going to prepare a place for you, and so that where I am, you would be. So he came to bring us to himself. That's such a beautiful picture. You should always remember that as much as Jesus would come to you and say, um, hey, let's do life together. And, you know, you can just be who you are and be real and honest. And and we said in the first part that, you know, it's not just about like some religious forms. No, he's pleased to touch base with you in the reality of where you are. Um, but you must see that beautiful journey of him then leading you in a transforming journey. And so you must be open-hearted to that. My big desire is that I'm not just going to start out this year and end it worried about the same things and it's just like Jesus help me here Jesus you know i i want transformation um the point is to bring um to bring to bring me to be just like him so 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 you remember the story of job and you remember how job started out with a lot of questions like he's going through stuff and he's questioning god and and that's okay to just be honest about where you are you know job wasn't like going through pain and suffering and just saying ah, man it's all good i'm chilled no job was asking like questions and you know he was just like he was just like two minutes short of of cursing god you know he he lost everything come on he lost his he lost all that he had he lost his children um he lost like his property i mean basically lost his wife's sanity you know even if she was still alive but lost everything um and then god comes and then god comes and just does this thing of like okay you want to play the question game job and then god starts to ask job questions so god comes to him where he is And then just shows him something bigger. So God starts to ask questions. But when you read through, it's like God is just asking him questions on a higher level. So God is talking about creation and where were you when I hung the world upon nothing? And, you know, the sons of God shouted for joy and blah, blah, blah. And God just starts to talk about how he made the Leviathan and called it out of the deep. And like some deep creation things. And then Job says, wow, like, God, I repent. And, you know... We see this beautiful narrative, not of Job even solving the issues at the level of his smallness, but of him encountering God in that place and God inviting him to like some um, higher level of just thinking about everything and thinking about how God is God. Um, And so, you know what my big desire is, is that I grow um, into his greatness. I grow into God's greatness. Um, I don't see the ultimate of, as God coming into my smallness. That's so beautiful that he didn't leave me alone in that and say, you know what, figure things out, then you can have a relationship with me. No, it's so beautiful that Jesus is pleased to come to us where we are. But I pray that, you know, as we walk that journey with Jesus, we're seeing a longer journey, a bigger picture that he came to us so that we can come to him. That we can grow into His greatness, and so as you set out this year, and as you are doing all the things you do—fasting, um, seeking God, studying—please, um, I pray, I, I encourage you that you're not doing all those stuff just to like, um, like, like, like arm wrestle God into your smallness, like you know all the things and the way God must act. And I, I pray and encourage you that you know you are doing all those stuff with a deep desire to rediscover the greatness of God, that he's pleased to come to you where you are so that he can really bring you to think like him, to dream like him, to have that sense of purpose and of destiny and of the so much more. And see yourself in a new light. Um, All those things that that look like they were big on your heart, realize how they are really just nothing in the light of his glory. And so I really encourage and pray that you would rediscover that Beautiful delight um, in walking with Jesus. I'll hang it there. Good sharing with you. I hope this was helpful over the two parts of, you know, how petty is Jesus? Look forward to being able to share another podcast with you. If you found this helpful, I encourage you to please share it around your networks, your friends. Um, somebody needs to maybe be encouraged. And you can get a lot of other resources at dot o r g. Till I get to share another um, podcast with you. Have a great day and enjoy the year. God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Tulu Mudi Ministries. To find out more, please visit tululopwe